0: Welcome to the Blind Justice Podcast, where you discover the insider secrets of injury and accident cases, and all of your law questions get answered. Now, here's your host, Chicago injury lawyer, Scott DeSalvo. Hey, guys, thanks for tuning in again. It's Scott DeSalvo, your at least hopefully top three fa- favorite injury lawyers. Um,
1: I'm thinking like number one favorite. I'm just, whoop, whoop. that's really amazing.
0: That super clever young lady you hear on the other <laughs> microphone is none other than the Amelia Finnefrock.
1: What if I just went around telling people that, like, hey, what's your name? It's the Amelia Finnefrock. It's At Starbucks, I should do that next. It's
0: quite a get for my show <laughs> to co-host with Amelia Finnefrock.
1: <laughs> the Amelia
0: V. The. Yeah, that would be pretty awesome.
1: Like, if you ever have a child just looking down and being like, I think I'm, I'm going to name this kid the whatever. It's just you're setting this kid up for success. Yes.
0: Success. Right, you could be like first name thee, <laughs> second name amazing, <laughs> third name finifrock.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I feel like middle names in generations past were like standard issue. Like you would always include the middle name. Yeah. Like John Wilkes Booth. Yeah. I'm assuming that's not like his hyphenated married name. I'm, no. su- I'm assuming Wilkes was his middle name. Sure. Or like um, Lee Harvey Oswald right. or John Wayne Gacy. Wait, sure. those are three. Two of them killed presidents oh, and the other one
1: we know where your mind's at. was
0: a molester Yikes. or something. No, but you know what I mean? Or like <laughs> yeah. Mary Sue whatever. Right. Or like people always used to new, use middle names and now hardly nobody uses middle
1: names. Well, it's like an opportunity for the name that like you couldn't, like you you and your partner fought on. Yeah. It's like the second best name and it's, it's like... S- like Susan Apple Yoder or something. That's like what? That's a that's a weird middle name, but it's like trendy
0: or like a family name that you wanted to honor your
1: great grandmother Helga. No one's gonna fucking see that they're not going to be like, oh, that's really cool. Like they wanted to honor their family, but not with the first name because they wanted to pick the first. The name.
0: one place where I think middle names are still used is when mom is mad at you. Oh,
1: of course.
0: Then a hundred percent. It's yeah. like. John Roger McGillicuddy, <laughs> you get over here right now.
1: It's true. Yeah. I mean, mm. I don't even like to tell people my middle name because there's not, it's Grace. Uh, there, I, there I go. Tell my middle name. But I. It's,
0: it's a nice name.
1: And it's just, I'm not graceful, though. It's just like, it's a lot to live up to. You feel you. like
0: it's the writing a check that you can't cash? Yeah, Is that the idea?
1: Exactly.
0: <sighs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. could to have
1: said it better myself. What's your middle name now? That
0: Remotely my... talented. So I feel the same... <laughs> Like I feel that's like your middle name. It's remotely, Scott, talented. remotely talented, to Salvo, <laughs> and I feel like I can't live up to it. That's great. No, it's David.
1: Oh, that's it's that's not a bad name. That's a solid middle name.
0: I don't know. Like nobody else in my na- in, in my family's name, David or Scott. Scott was my father's nickname. Oh, okay. But his name was Salvatore, you know, because he was a hundred percent Italian. That... So it's like I he named me after his nickname. <laughs> Makes me think maybe my family wasn't my father's last plan to stop there. Like he's like I'm gonna get, I'm gonna I'm gonna name this one Scotty and this one Knuckles and this one,
1: this one uh, this one Kid and this one uh Salvi. There's
0: a there's a nickname you don't hear much, Knuckles.
1: Knuckles.
0: Anyway, is that his,
1: that was his nickname?
0: No, I don't know. It sounds like a thuggish 1920s. Sonic. Yeah, my name is Knuckles.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Sick. Uh, okay, enough of know? the nonsense, young lady. Yes. Okay, um, okay. So we're doing, uh, we're answering questions that were sent in by clients, and if you have a question that you'd like answered, shoot it over to me via email at scott at deSalvoLaw.com or give us a call at 312-895-0545 and hit extension 5, let Jessica, our amazing office manager, know what your question is, and we're going to be happy to answer it for you. Um would you like to read oh, yes. the synopsis I would of the love question? To.
1: Yes, I was a passenger in a car crash. I, I, I was not a passenger. This is me reading the synopsis. I was a passenger in a car crash. There were three cars involved in the car accident, but I didn't see what happened. Should I even bother to call an injury lawyer if I didn't see what happened? Question mark.
0: Yeah, that's. It's amazing to me. This actually happens quite a bit. Really, right? Yeah. Like, who? I mean, who? in a car, is supposed to be paying the most attention. The driver, of course, right? Yes. People read when they're passengers, especially with the proliferation. That's a big word. It really is. Proliferation.
1: Proliferation.
0: I don't know. Maybe I need more coffee. Anyway. (laughs) Um, But, you know, with the spread of smartphones and tablets and stuff, tons of passengers in cars are, like, down reading stuff they're not like looking out the yeah. window mm-hmm. so it's actually a good question and one i haven't addressed yet so
1: oh here we go what a treat
0: folks you're gonna get what the answer
1: a treat should i read the letter
0: yeah read the question yeah, and then we'll course. figure it out
1: yes dear mr de i was a passenger in a car accident and to be honest i do not know what happened i was looking down at my phone there you go. When the crash happened, I do not know who hit us first or what color the light was, but I do know that in addition to the car I was in, two other cars were involved. I have some doctor bills and I lost some time from work. Do I have a chance or should I let it go?
0: Yeah, so it's an awesome question. That's a great question. Anytime you have any kind of crash, any kind of injury, any kind of incident like this, and you have any question at all pick up the phone and talk to an injury lawyer. Mm-hmm. I, I talk to people every day, almost every day, I talk to a person with a question. Oftentimes they have a case, many times they don't, and I don't have a problem answering the right. questions. So you can always pick up the phone and call me, or if you know another injury lawyer that you'd prefer to talk to, then you do that, right? right. But don't ever you know, walk away without thinking that you're going to like you got a question that went unanswered because okay. talking to an injury lawyer is no consultation and even even if a lawyer takes your case and it doesn't work out most lawyers like for example in my office if i take a case and we can't recover on it i don't ask i don't think i've ever asked a client to pay me back case costs like i i write it off that's um, really generous it there will may people do that Yeah, I mean, I I can tell you for sure I have never collected case costs from a client ever in my career. Wow. And I I do know there are some attorneys attorneys out there um, where if it's a very questionable, tough case and the attorney is, is, you know, let's say it's like a medical malpractice case Mm -hmm. um, where the attorney has already spent like $50,000 to – Get the case ready, right? And then it's going to be another fifteen or twenty thousand dollars to take it to trial. Sure. And the disco- and the lawyer discovers something about the case that he didn't know before, that makes it really hard to win. Right. Those are the most common circumstances I've seen. Lawyers ask a client, "Hey, can you kick in a right. couple of bucks?" But sure. as a general rule, like in a case like this, a car crash case, it's not. You know, it's not common. I mean, I don't do it, and most of the attorneys I know who uh, don't do it. I know there are some attorneys who ask the clients to pay costs, but We're I think not that's not to name names, but – No, I, I, I don't think – like, I think there's so many injury attorneys out there who wouldn't charge costs that I don't know why you'd ever hire an attorney who asks you to advance case costs. No. It's crazy, that's in zero. my opinion. But anyway, so don't leave a question on the table. You know, the other thing to keep in mind in a circumstance like this is if you're a passenger in a car, you're blameless right if the oh it's
1: true i mean you're just along for the ride literally. yeah
0: i mean the the drivers of the cars are the ones who are directing where the car is going so there's no way anybody can blame you for the crash no. and even if you can't give testimony about exactly what happened you've got three other drivers all who have a duty under illinois law to pay attention to where they're going when they're driving a car. Right. And so they're all going to say what happened and let the judge or jury decide what happened and who was at fault. Right. We know it's not you. So I don't view this as a problem at all. I mean, yeah. I, I get that you might feel a little insecure if you got injured, but you can't really describe what happened. Right. But in a scenario like this where you're a passenger in the car, there are plenty other sources of people who can say what happened Right. And there's no requirement in the law that the injured person be the one who lays out the facts of the collision, right? right. So uh, sounds like a pretty good case to me.
1: Sounds pretty solid.
0: Yeah. I mean, the last thing I would say is there's lots of reasons why people decide to pursue or not pursue a case, right? Some people are ill. Uh, they've got too many other things going on in their life. Right. Or they just don't want to be put on the spot, Right. I always tell people, I leave it to them. I'm not a hard sell guy, right? If they, I mean, to me, this sounds like a compensable case. It Mm -hmm. sounds like a case we could, we could obtain compensation for what happened to this person, for the injuries, the time off work. And Illinois law says that he's owed these things if we Mm -hmm. just go out to court and prove it. I don't hard sell people, but this is what I'll say. I don't, I, I've run into firms that ask the injured person to go out and do all the legwork, order the medical records, advance case costs, what? go get the police report, talk to the witnesses. How would you
1: even... Uh, yeah,
0: like... That's someone's it job. It is amazing to me that law firms operate that way. So at my firm, our goal is to... You've already undergone an injury and some trauma by being in an accident. We generally take we do all the legwork we get the police report right. we get the medical records we talk to the witnesses the whole thing right it's
1: mean, part of the defend like defending somebody right
0: well, well yeah it's it's part of representing somebody in, in my opinion the way it's supposed to be done right. like a lot of the practice of law and the way somebody runs a law firm a lot of it can be art as much as science right mm-hmm. and and there's no one way to skin a cat as it were but Um, If people are hesitant to contact a lawyer because they feel like being involved in a lawsuit is necessarily going to be a massive stressor and a massive investment in time for them, not at my office Mm -hmm. and not at the offices of most of the great injury lawyers I know, Mm right? Right. Uh, we we understand that, that you've had a trauma and, you know, hiring a lawyer shouldn't make your life worse. No. It should make it better. Yeah, exactly. Unless it's a divorce lawyer, in which case, let's face it, it's horrible. Worse.
1: As a Frank from would say. Oh, I can't
0: say that. Come on.
1: That's why I'm saying it. I have
0: great <laughs> friends who are divorce lawyers, but honestly, everybody I know who's ever undergone a divorce, nightmare.
1: I know. I, I say this only because I, from my limited experience, watching both my parents and their lawyers just yeah. tore it up. I mean, my dad almost went bankrupt. It's just, crazy. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. they bleed you dry. Well, it's,
0: some, it's funny because people come up with things to fight about. Oh, yeah. So I I just it's this has nothing to do with the question we just answered. <laughs> but it's just a general thing about lawyers. Uh, I had a friend of mine contact me because her divorce is final, but and they fought about everything under the sun. And then the only thing still at issue is like child visitation, right? and custody. And so the dad wants to try and get joint custody and this is like a single working mom who barely makes enough to take care of her and her kids and then the the dad is remarried he's got a better job now he's married to a wealthy woman and it really is horrible for her because she's going from lawyer to lawyer to lawyer because the thing is i i kind of sympath i can sympathize with the divorce lawyers because the divorce lawyer is, they got to get paid. And they and there's no pot of right. gold at the end of the rainbow like in an injury case, right? There's no big settlement at the end that they can get a percentage of, right. which is why I can afford to not charge people hourly, right. right? But for other people, like divorce lawyers, if you're not paying them hourly, they're not getting paid. right? The problem is, I don't know too many people who can afford to pay a 2 or $250 an hour divorce lawyer for very long before they run out of money yep especially if you're like a single mom with a Mm -hmm. bunch of kids and they've got i mean gosh i don't know if it's that i grew up pretty poor or whether it's just a different world now it seems like kids are in every friggin activity and every activity costs money
1: uh yeah no i mean growing up, we didn't have that luxury of being in, like, you're going to be in soccer, and then you're going to be in arts and crafts, and, and today's, today's parents, it's like, I feel like a lot of them feel like they need to have their kids active and stuff all the time, when in reality, yeah, those things are great if they have an interest to them, but, you know, kids should just be that kids, and they need, that's part of them growing up, is to learn how to play with themselves, and, God, that sounds terrible, not in that way, but...
0: I am so turning that into a sound bite. I'm reporting derailed. you to the police. You're a pervert for sure.
1: No one's going to hire me as a sitter again. No,
0: hundred percent.
1: No, but just
0: no. We agree. Kids are and then, more
1: resilient than than I think we think, and they don't need to be entertained all the time. Just like adults don't need to be entertained all the time. Like that's not real life. Yeah, like, I, there are I times agree. When just chill. I'm
0: like read a book, bro. Yeah, right.
1: Anyway. Or like sit and stare at your wall. This
0: crazy train is so derailed right now. <laughs>
1: Where did we start? Car anyway, my... To, uh... No, I mean, my
0: point... <laughs> my only point to wrap it up is that, you know, even if you can't say exactly what happened, if we have a source of that evidence or that testimony from right. anyone else, the judge and jury is going to decide who's at fault and what harm you caused. So, Exactly. So I, I would encourage this gentleman or lady or... Was it a man or a woman? I'm not sure. Does it say? It
1: doesn't say. It's not specified.
0: Okay, it doesn't say. So... The man or woman who submitted this question should, in my opinion, definitely talk to a lawyer. And I'm available, so give me a holler, yo. Yo. Thanks for listening, guys. Hope you enjoy the podcast.
1: (laughs) Salvo out. (laughs)
0: Yep. (laughs) See ya. Thanks for listening. I truly hope that the information in the podcast helps you no matter the situation you find yourself in. But you might need more answers or some more direct help. So there are three ways for you easily to find out more and to get help. If you call my toll-free 24-hour helpline, 888-HURT-318-